All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Shama. I'm with Girls and Geese. We're back for yet another edition of our Next Generation series. Today, we have on our very special guest. She is a 17-year-old. She's training out of Tennessee Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Her name is Annabelle Klein. She has multiple IBJJF uh, championship medals and both in the kids division as well as in the adults division. Um, and we're super excited to have you on so you can share a little bit about your journey and we can learn a little bit more about you. <laughs> so let me ask you this. How did you get started in jujitsu? What led you down this path? Um, so I had played a couple sports before and my brother was like also alongside me at school. He's four years younger than me. So we were going along um playing sports together, doing a lot of fun things, and he was getting bullied. So yeah. he had been put in the sport, and I decided to join the sport myself, not only to defend myself, but to be able to defend him too. So it's a lot of, like, being able to, you know, take care of myself and my brother because family is really important to me. That's awesome. Is it just you and your brother training? Do you, have you gotten your, any of your, anyone else in your family training yet? Uh, yeah, so my mom and my dad train too, and we're going to get my little sister to train when she's able to. Awesome. So it's a family affair. <laughs> Very cool. So how, since you started your jiu-jitsu journey, have you noticed any changes in yourself? Like how has it helped you developing from a young girl now into a in moving into womanhood? Um. Yeah, I noticed a lot of personal growth. Um. I used to be very, like, hard on myself, um, and I would really just, you know, um, I would be very hard on myself, and I would push myself to the point where I was just burnt out, and I've noticed that I'm, you know, more easygoing, um, I'm more confident with what I'm doing and what I'm, um, and with people, you know, I've, I've gotten to be able to be more communicative and talk to people more and I'm more open and I'm more, I'm, I'd say I'm more, um, hmm, I'd say I'm more, I am still kind of competitive. Um, I love competing, you know, there's but, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I love competing. I love being able to, I love being able to grow the sport. At first I was more focused on, you know, myself and growing myself. But once I've seen, you know, other women in the sport, it made me more motivated to be like, you know, opening uh, and more welcoming to other women in the sport, because I noticed that there's not a lot of us in the sport. And it's very fun to me to be able to come into a room and see all kinds of women in there and you know be able to push them and motivate them to stay and keep going so and the younger generation of girls it makes me very happy to be able to teach them and stuff so. that's awesome so you came into i, I i'm interested because you come into the sport at 14 and that's a lot of in my experience i've been doing this for 20 years and i see a lot of girls they start when they're itty bitty tiny and then once they kind of hit into that puberty moving into they kind of drop off and so i think it's really awesome that you came in during that time frame and stuck with it what were was that 
I know like as a young girl, you know, you want to go hang out with your friends and do all these different things. Did you ever experience any challenges during your jujitsu journey in, in, in kind of that development into moving into womanhood? And like I said, I see a lot of the little girls drop off, but what kind of helped you kind of stick through moving through jujitsu? Um, my teammates, they really helped me. And, you know, um, being able to just be in a room full of women, um, not only my age, but older than me, so that I had a bunch of support around me was very helpful. Um, and I dropped out of school. I homeschool now. So I'm homeschooled and I do this full time. I do this seven days a week. So being able to be in a room full of women and even men that fully support me and my decisions and me being able to go through this sport every day, seven days a week is very helpful. Um, I've had a bunch of teenage friends my age that stuck with the sports with me. Um, but I'd say like being able to just grow up in a women, like in a, in a room full of women, um, it's very helpful. And, you know, I feel like I'm not very alone in my journey. That's awesome. And I think, I think you nailed it right there. Cause a lot of little girls, when they transition, they're in that awkward phase where maybe they're too big for the kids but they're too small for the adults and they kind of get clumped in. Did you start, was there a teens program at your gym or did you just go straight into the adults or? I was, uh, I was in a, I was in the kids program. So my, I was at another gym before I was at Tennis Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy and I was in with the kids programs, but they had a lot of kids like close to my age. So, um, and I was still kind of smaller, um, and I was their size. So we would all have good rounds. It was boys and girls. We would all have fun. And then I started transitioning into adult classes. And then from went from there, uh, so, since I switched gyms and I was a colored belt, I was a yellow belt. Uh, I was able to just do adult classes. Awesome. And so now you're teaching. So you've come full circle. <laughs> so, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, I started helping coach at Tennessee Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy when I was a green belt. Um, and I've been helping coach for about three years, two years. So that's been very fun. I have been helping for a very long time and I've been gifted the opportunity to be able to have my own classes. So I run my own competition and conditioning classes for the kids because I feel as though uh, them being able to be well-fitted like fitness is very important to me and I noticed a lot of the times uh, some of our kids will go in and they're you know a little unmotivated a little tired a little hard on themselves in competition so I feel as though me being able to push them to the point where they're comfortable competing and comfortable with themselves and motivated is is very important um, I love coaching I've been coaching for a very long time and uh it's just very fun to me. Uh, I love being able to see them them grow and be more confident. And I love seeing the look in their eyes when they figure out something new or uh, <laughs> when when they're like, oh, I didn't know that. So <laughs> the aha moments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I know you're young and you got a whole bunch of time before you. <laughs> Do you have any goals like as far as like, what do you want to be when you grow up right now at this point in your life? Yeah, so um, 
I'm thinking a lot about that. I mostly want to be able to win world titles, you know, uh, make a name for myself and open my own gym in the future and be able to lead the next generation of kids into, you know, being comfortable competing and confident in themselves and building their own self-worth and stuff. So that's mainly my main goal. That's awesome. I think that's really cool. There's you guys are a part of this generation now um, in America where you guys are kind of that first generation that's coming up and you've in, you know, you guys have been raised on jujitsu basically, you know, and then you're entering into the adult divisions and giving us a lot of trouble. (laughs) As we can see, there are a lot of males behind you. (laughs) So you're also an avid competitor. You talked about perfectionism and being really hard on yourself. And that's something I think a lot of us struggle with myself included. How were you able to kind of break down that kind of negative self-talk that prevents us from like kind of moving forward where we're like, oh, I did this wrong, you know, focusing on the negative sides of our jujitsu training. Well, I think about it as I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, if I'm going to be here any other time. Right. So I like to make the most of my days. Um, if I'm feeling a little down or unmotivated, I'll just remember that not a lot of other people get the opportunity to do the things that I'm doing. And um, I like to, I like to live, I love the quote, uh, live like you were dying. Um, it's very, it's very special to me. Um, and I just love being able to go into the sport and knowing that this is something I can do and I can help others, you know, motivate them and, you know, get them going. Um, but yeah, so it's very, it's very, it's sometimes it's a little hard to keep myself motivated. Um, again, a lot of stress, anxiety when it comes to competing. But again, I love being able to know that this is something I get to do every day. So it's very fun. It's very fun to do. Do you have any kind of methods that you use to help cope with the stress and anxiety that you get with competition? I talk to my friends. Um, I watch videos. I listen to music. I basically do things that I would do. I pretend it's an open mat, basically. So before I just hang out or relax, um, I'll stretch, I'll warm up a little bit with my friends, but mostly I will talk talk to people and pretend that it's an open mat, you know, because it, it calms me down. So it's not like the overwhelming stress of a bunch of people watching me and, you know, all that competition stress. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> I think it's, it's something that is both terrifying and extremely exhilarating for all of us, I think. And that's probably why we do it, because I think it's good to scare yourself every once in a while and push yourself past out of that comfort zone, right? And I think that's why a lot of us do it, because there's the unknown that comes with the competition and realizing at the end of the day that, you know, a win or lose, it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's just (laughs) jujitsu. So you, you came in because your brother was being bullied. And I know that's a lot of, um, that happens to a lot of kids unfortunately, and myself included. And there's a lot of kids that come into jujitsu because of that. Um, What would you recommend for parents that maybe have a child that is being bullied? And why should they look at jujitsu for their kids? So I found that jujitsu really teaches self-discipline. It teaches you self-worth. 
And it's a very welcoming and open community. Um, and it, it does teach very good self-defense. I found that I not only learned my own self-worth, but I learned self-control. So I learned that not every situation needs to be handled with aggression or like, you know, putting your hands on other people. So I've learned to de-escalate situations so that I didn't need to use my jujitsu, right? But again, if I needed to, I found that it is helpful and it is useful and it is something that I can use to prevent myself from being severely hurt and to take control of a situation that doesn't need to go from here to here. Um, and I found that a lot of kids do enjoy not only just the sport, but, you know, the self-defense portion of it. So I, I found that they love being able to not only defend themselves, but be able to support their fellow students, to be able to support themselves emotionally and physically. So, yeah. I think you <laughs> absolutely. What... Um, so for you and your jujitsu journey, you love competing. Um, what has been your most rewarding moment on the mats? And that could be as, as an instructor or coach, that could be as a competitor, but what is one of those memories that just kind of like, yeah, that's going to stick with me? Um, I'd say just me coaching in general, being able to just see the kids grow as people and not just as athletes, that warms my heart because I have a lot of kids come to me about not only their personal life, but their, their jujitsu. And it, it, it makes me very happy to see them grow so much in such, not even just a short amount of time, but in the long run, um, it, it, it makes me very happy to be able to see them grow and just. Absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome that you're able to, I think that's the most rewarding part about being a coach, right? Is to see that growth in and see how jujitsu is changing someone and how it's helping them evolve and, and become an even better person than they were. And so that's amazing that at 17, you can understand the value of not only the medals behind you, but also the value of giving somebody the gift to jujitsu. So that's pretty awesome that you're, figure you're, you're figuring out pretty quick. <laughs> you're, you're a step ahead from a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your goals moving forward? What are we going to see you doing in the future? What's on your plate for 2023? So I'm going to be competing a lot more um, before I was in the juvenile division. So there weren't a lot of girls for me to fight most of the time. Um, moving to the adult division, there's a lot bigger brackets, a lot more people to fight. So I'm looking for more, you know, more competitions to fight at, um, more traveling um, and more, I'd say more cross training. I like being able to go to other gyms and be able to meet more women in the sport. And it's very fun. So that's my main goals. <laughs> Oh, those are great goals. And you talked about having support system and you have an amazing support system there. And you have Rachel, who's a phenomenal athlete and competitor and instructor and all around just great person. What having those mentors, having those role models in your life, has that inspired you to take on the role that you are now with these kids? Definitely. Um, 
from my old gym, I didn't have a lot of women. There were some, but not a lot. And when I switched gyms, it made me kind of cry because I'd, I'd never seen so many women in a room before. And seeing the impact that she had on other people and myself made me motivated to be able to have that same impact on the kids. No, no, for sure. And, and I think having, you know, I, I mean, doing what I do, right. It's all about promoting women. It's about all about bringing women and girls together and recognizing that value, you know, in that, how did that, how did that completely change your game? And and as far as your jujitsu being on the mats and as far as your idea of what the community is having all, having a solid group of women to train with. Yeah, so it just, it completely, it blew my mind being able to see that many women in room that were evenly as, you know, in some, (laughs) that were (laughs) as dedicated to the sport as I was. Um, It made me very, very motivated to not only stick with the sport, but to be able to, you know, be able to impact other women's lives. That motivated you to take on the the leadership role that you've kind of taken on. And I think that's important, you know, because there are a lot of women out there, even though jujitsu has grown, there are still a lot of women who are the only women in their gym, you know, and it's a lonely journey. It can be definitely a lonely journey. And, and, you know, not saying that all women need women to train with, but it definitely helps to know that you're not alone in the struggles because it's definitely it's a hard road for guys to period. You know, jujitsu is not for the weak. It will. <laughs> you got to You got to you take a lot of hard knocks and chokes and injuries and whatnot just being in this sport. So having that solidarity, I think, is absolutely super important. And so having these role models around, what is, and I know you've gotten a lot of advice probably over the years, but what has been maybe a piece of advice that's really kind of stuck with you that has really helped you either in your training or in your competition or as an instructor or as a, you know, just in life in general? I'd say stop being so hard on myself. I'd say that's the number one piece of advice advice that I've gotten. Um, I do find that sometimes I am really hard on myself, even when I try not to be. And it does affect the way I perform and the way I I run things. So um, being able to have someone notice that, hey, you're being too hard on yourself. Take a minute. Breathe. You're okay. Um, That's very, very, you know, very important to me. What would you tell other little girls that maybe are really hard on themselves or boys too? That it's okay to not be perfect all the time. Yeah. And what is perfect? (laughs) There is no perfect. Yeah, there is no perfect. But it's it's hard though, you know, because we want to we ha- we hold ourselves to such high standards, right? And so that's why we beat ourselves up when we think, oh, we're not perfect. Oh, we didn't do this right. We didn't do that right. Because it can be discouraging, right? It can be prevent you from moving forward to that next phase um, in your jujitsu journey. So I'm gonna go ahead and close out with one final question. Um, what? I guess the the thing that I would want to ask is what has been 
I guess, like, I'm trying to have a hard time phrasing this. What has been, like, the most, like, influential kind of moment in your jiu-jitsu journey that has really kind of made you go, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is why I want to stick with it. This is why I'm doing jujitsu. Um, I'd say it would be seeing my fellow uh, <laughs> seeing my teammates compete and seeing them, you know, seeing the seeing the teamwork, seeing the competitive aspect to it but not only that seeing seeing the family portion of it um i've noticed that there is a lot of not only competitiveness but there's a lot of support and it feels like family that's something i've stuck with absolutely well it makes sense because family is so important to you and then here you are with this big, huge, giant extension of a jujitsu family <laughs> that now is supporting you on your journey. And I think that's amazing, too, that you have your most of your family all training with you, except for your itty bitty sister, you know, and having that solidarity. So do you guys all go out and compete together? Are you the only one competing now? My dad recently competed with me. Um, my mom competes sometimes too, but it usually is mostly me competing a lot. No, that's good. We they, they're they're cheering you on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. It was such a great opportunity to get to chat with you. Thank you so much for being on. I think it's amazing that you've taken on a leadership role with the kids because I think that's so important for them to see that you have done it and you're doing it is tremendous right because that's what keeps this cycle going that's what keeps them motivated and that's what hopefully keeps the retention rate up for young kids is them seeing girls like you taking on these leadership roles standing at the front of the room and now encouraging them to keep on their jujitsu journey and they see that you've done it you know they see that you're doing it you're doing it i mean that's a dream right is for a lot of these Kansas to be able to teach, be able to compete, be able to make jujitsu your life. And I think it's amazing because right now you guys have so many more opportunities than my generation had. And it's just going to keep going on and on and on with even more opportunities as you go get older. Um, so thank you so much for keeping that cycle going. Thank you for inspiring these kids to keep going. That's super important. And, uh, Thank you to you and your parents and your Italian family for having you on today. I really appreciate you taking time to do this. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. <laughs> well, good luck with everything that you do. And uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of you in the future. Thank you. Thank you.